is here. And I'm watering my flowers. Whoa! <laughs> the Mr. Men are next on Nick Jr. Hello. Hi, David. Good to see you. Hello, Isaac. Good, good to see you, man. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you very much. Good. Excellent. All right, All right. let me go ahead and turn on my camera. Ah, well. There you I go. I can see the person now. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. All right. I got... All right. Thing is, I'm really anxious and all that stuff because I never talked to a UK voice actor before. And I'm just worried that I'm going to go wrong with this because <laughs> I've never done a Zoom interview before. <laughs> well, it doesn't matter. If it does go wrong, it doesn't matter, does it? It won't go wrong at all. Don't worry. Don't worry at all. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Are you recording um, yeah, I'm a recording video this. as well? Yeah, as... yeah I'm recording yeah. a video as well. In fact, I'm recording, oh, okay. on, uh, I'm recording on OBS along with Zoom. So, yeah. I see. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. good. Right. Yeah, great. Right. right. So I got a couple well, questions thank here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Thank sorry. you for inviting me along. Yeah. Sorry. You go first. No, just to say thank you very much for inviting me. It's um, uh, I'm, I'm intrigued as to how you found out about me. And um, yeah. yeah, I'm I'm open to all your, all your questions. I hope I can be of some interest to your uh, viewers and listeners. Of course. I mean, I mean, some like some of my fans know you as the voice of the uh, Nick Jr. face, if you remember that. I do. Yes. Hey, uh, just sorry. pouring myself a drink. <laughs> uh, if you don't mind, could you give us a little sample of the face before we start? <clears throat> it's a long time ago, but I think he was. It's me, face. It's Dora the Explorer. Um, it was along those lines. <laughs> I, oh yeah! But it's such a long, it's such a long time since I did it. Although I was the voice of him in the UK for five years, I think, um, which which sounds a lot, but it was, uh, you know, it was an occasional job. And, exactly. Uh, but yes, I, I I did replace the American voice for the UK version of Nick Jr. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was a very nice little regular job that I had. But it was a good, it was a, it was a long time ago, Isaac. I, 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 oh, 15 yeah. years ago, something like that. I can't remember. Yeah, I think, I think they replaced <laughs> him. Like, I think they replaced him in 2005. I, at least that's what I think. Right. So, yeah, yeah so, we got the right. so we got the questions yeah. here from some of my fans here since I did a little Twitter like thing. Like so, so some of these oh. are yeah, some of these are from my viewers as well. I hope you don't mind that. Okay, <clears throat> not at all. 
Right, so I'm going to mix it up a little bit, so I'm going to mix my questions with their questions as well. All right. Right. Please do. All right, yeah. All right, so we're going to start here with, uh, how did you start your career as a voice actor slash performer? Um, uh, in my childhood, uh, because... I'll take my glasses off. All right. And then you can see me a bit better. Um, <laughs> it, 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 I, <laughs> I just... As a, as a child, I I got a lot of um, enjoyment and fun out of impersonating voices that I'd heard on TV and impersonating uh, neighbours who lived around me and my relatives and basically anyone. And, and I, I've just always done that. It's just always been fun to do that sort of thing. And um, that's I, so I suppose in a in a strange roundabout way. Just you turning have. off my naughty. Um, <laughs> I um, uh, that uh, although I didn't know it, of course, at the time, uh, was perhaps where the beginnings of my career started. And um, uh, as as I got older, um, I went to college and what have you. And oh well, at school, I used to get into a lot of trouble. Because I used to oh, yeah. impersonate the teacher oh. um, for, for the entertainment of my school colleagues, so oh, <laughs> um, it was a sort of way of being accepted. So I did that. Then I left, went to college, and uh, I was involved in shows and things at college. And um, uh, I started quite early. Hmm. I guess about the mid mid nineteen eighties, um, a friend of mine who was working for a radio station here in the UK oh. at the time suggested oh. he suggested I put together a little tape of some of the voices I could do, um, and he helped me enormously. And I started sending these tapes, and they were tapes; they were literally cassette tapes in those days. Um, I sent them out to various local radio stations in the north of England where I used to live. And I picked up, surprisingly, I, I, I was picked up and people started using me for doing uh, voicing commercials. Oh. Uh, <clears throat> mostly, oh. mostly for character voices. Oh, yeah. Um, and then, so that, then um, in the, in slightly later in the 1980s, I then went i actually have got fully fully i'm a fully trained classically trained actor and i went to um the royal birmingham conservatoire uh which had a very good acting uh, diploma course and i oh. studied theater arts for three years so i'm wow. i'm a fully fledged and through and through actor as well as a, a voice artist so um but the voice work has always been the, the principal thing that I've done. And it's what I think I'm possibly is my strength, really, and, oh. and what I enjoy. So it's become the mainstay of my career. But I have worked on stage. I've done a lot of stage work. I've done bits and pieces of work on TV and in the odd film. And, um, but, um, and, and masses and masses of radio drama oh. for the BBC. Oh yeah, yeah. So, uh, so it's been a, a long haul, really, Isaac. And that—that's 
so the beginnings long answer to your short question that's where i began my <laughs> my career that's impressive. as a child <laughs> that's impressive <laughs> All right. So this next question, this was asked twice by some of my viewers. What What's your least and uh, most favorite character that you've voiced or performed overall? Um, there's so many favorite characters. I I tend really to uh, try to uh, forget the the least favorite characters. Um, oh. <laughs> oh, I can think I can think of a least favorite series I worked on, which was. Um, it, it was a dreadful Italian uh, oh. animation, um, oh. which was, seems to have been made on a very, very cheap budget. Oh, and I no. was brought in, to, yes, yeah, I was brought in to uh, revoice, to dub um, oh, no. quite a number of the characters. Yeah. Yep. And uh, <laughs> they, it was so, it was so low budget. None of it made any sense at all, the stories. Of course not. Um, the studio were just doing it for the money. Um, oh and so God. in the end was I. Oh oh. And, but it, it, was, it, it was a job. And, and you, you can't love every job you do. Some are, are quite tedious or, or unrewarding. But they are, you know, the, the opposite side. The flip side of that is that... Occasionally, you get to work on the most fantastic projects with really extraordinary, talented people, and um, and you have a laugh, and you it's a it's a creative, collaborative process, and and exactly. those are the best jobs of all, really. Exactly. Um, so you you wouldn't I I mean you, your viewers and listeners wouldn't necessarily know some of the projects that I a lot of them actually that I've done. Because they've been mostly British or yeah, I mean some European of them yeah some of them are like some of them uh, are British and but lots of them are American, so that makes a lot of sense. Yes, I I mean I have I what I suppose an element of my work uh, is uh, revoicing or dubbing from American English into into UK English because some broadcasters here in the UK specify that they want a, an animation a series to have an English sound to it rather than an American sound, even though, of course, it looks American <laughs> on screen. So, um, yeah, yeah. That, that, I mean, yeah. there was a, a, a long-running series I did called Maggie and the Ferocious Beast. Oh, uh, yeah, um, I remember. I, I, Weren't you which, Hamilton? Which was, yeah, which was, um, I think it was produced, produced in Canada. Yeah. But obviously, had yeah. um, Canadian stroke American voices on it, and uh, oh, yeah. I did a lot of work on that uh, for oh. a UK broadcaster. Uh, that happens quite a lot. Exactly. Um, I so favorite favorites. I would say I'm sorry. I'm going off track here. It's okay. Favorites no problem. Would be yeah. I I I my first ever big animated series that I was hired to do. Uh, was a series called Okie Doke. Okie Doke, uh, I remember watching on YouTube. Ah, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, many others in between. I mean, more recently, I would say, uh, I've, I especially have found it an absolute thrill beyond words to be in the um, the feature film Shaun the Sheep Farmageddon. Oh yeah. Uh, 
uh, was shown on Netflix in the States, I believe, at Christmas. So, I haven't um, checked Netflix in a while, so I'll have to check. Yeah. Um, uh, so that was, uh, it, I mean, it, it's a strange job because there are no words in that film. There, it's it sounds, but I uh, I did the voice, the, and it is a voice, of this uh, robot character. Just the sound um, of the robot instead of the voice. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They wanted a human <laughs> tone to his robotic noises so um and i got the job and it was fantastic and it and it, it subsequently was nominated for an oscar so um wow uh for best feature animation so uh that's been a big thrill uh most recently so i hope that answers the question <laughs> i'm I re I, I'm, re I'm really glad to say it does answer my question <laughs> all right uh next question Good. here <laughs> I can't believe I'm going to say this. Lots of these are face questions. <laughs> I hope you don't face mind. Face questions, right. As, okay. in the, as in the Nick to your mm. face. Because everyone knows you for face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll try and remember. <laughs> I'll try to limit some of these questions, actually. <laughs> All right, <let's>, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God, everyone's so obsessed with that. And I don't mind that. <laughs> let's see. Um, let's see how this one <laughs> Uh, all right. So this one's also a two-parter question. What was it like voicing for Face, and how did you get the voice of Face? I had to audition for the voice of Face, um, and um, <clears throat> I was, I was probably I don't know how many other people auditioned for it, but my uh, voiceover agent at the time um, suggested me to the production team at Nick Jr. in London, uh, they were looking to revoice uh, the American uh, face for the British audience. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I was yeah. I, I, I auditioned and I yeah. got the job. Wow. So in terms of the yeah, in terms of the voice, um, Isaac, I just I, there was a brief, if you know what I mean, there was there were uh, there was um. They gave me an idea of what they were looking for, the sort of sound that they wanted for him. Um, and I, it, it, I have to say it's, it's a voice that I have used before mm -hmm. and uh, it, 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 they liked it. And uh, yeah, that's it. I got, I got the job. So, wow. um, so it was, um, uh, and it became, uh, as I uh, said to you earlier, it became a, a, a regular, a very nice little regular job for me. And yeah. uh, I was very yeah. pleased to have it. I'm proud. I'm really proud. <laughs> Never knew I could be proud of a voice actor. <laughs> <laughs> all right, here we go. Um, here come the comments. All right. This one's from, all these are from Twitter, by the way. Because I, oh, okay. I realized that you had the Twitter and everything. I am on Twitter. Yes, I've 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 been tweeting today. All right, so I'm gonna mention these names as well. All right, so lots of people are asking, like, was it you who played Moose Moose on the Noggin Block on Viva and Nick Jr. or something? No, no, I I can't remember every job I've done, Isaac, because I've been doing this a long time. But that, that does not ring any bells at all with me oh <laughs> <laughs> sorry uh, not to be, 
Yeah, sorry to disappoint. Oh, that's that's sorry to disappoint. That's okay. That's okay. It, it's fine. <laughs> All right. Um, my friend Amber wanted me to ask you about the Angry Kid. Like, what was it like being on Angry Kid? Yes, uh, Angry Kid um, is um, uh, yes, it's another one of those really outstanding uh, jobs that or pieces of work that I've done. Um, it came about because a when I was at the Birmingham Conservatoire, um, a postgraduate student there uh, I was friends with. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Her name is Jo Allen. And she, uh, uh, this is long after we gradu both graduated, slightly lost touch with her, but um, she ended up working... Um, as a production assistant, I think, at um, Ardman Animation in Bristol, in here in Britain. And she um, uh, was working with this director called Darren Walsh, who was doing this remarkable experimental animation, uh, uh, and which turns out to be Angry Kid. But what they needed was a, an off-screen voice for his father, and oh, yeah. uh, he, dad. yeah, he never appears. You never see dad. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so she rang me up and said, "Could you do an audition?" And I remember actually auditioning on the phone on my mobile phone, uh, t t just speaking to the director. And I was at a studio in London, and he was in Bristol, and I just did. Um, mm -hmm. a, Look, son, stop it. No, stop that messing about. That's enough. You've done enough now. Stop it. And, and uh, <laughs> it was all that sort of thing. And uh, again, I got the job. And uh, oh, so yeah. we ended up, oh. yeah. Again, it was very much a, um, re we recorded the voices first and they were animated right. later, which is, the way, which is the way with all animation. Uh, or most animation. And uh, so, <clears throat> excuse me, it, it was no great to be a part of that because it's such a unique and bizarre um, series and, and and very much more for, uh, you know, teenagers and adults. Yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I can tell from, from your uh, little comedy reel, like, I heard you, I saw you slap Angry Kid's hand, you said, pack in, you little shit. And I was laughing so hard. Yes, that's right, yes. Well, that was, yes, that was, a, that was even more bizarre because they actually got me to appear in one of them, not as dad, but as this yeah. sort of like bad-tempered like green a, um, yeah, road guy. safety. Right. Road safety officer. Right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which you wouldn't you would know. To put that in context, Isaac, the, in yeah, the 1970s, in here in the in Britain, there were a series of um, what they used to call public safety uh, films, like public, public information films, uh, which uh, public information films, which <clears throat> were shown on TV, right. and one of them had this man who taught children how to cross the road safely, and he was called the Green Cross Code Man. The Green Cross and this, Code so Man. That, wow. Yeah. So. Wow. Uh, so that um, silly character I played with the ridiculous out costume on was was really a parody 
of that's the green cross code man. That's so, why I assumed, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah. So <laughs> Angry Kid's been brilliant. And um, we've done some more recent episodes, which they have used a different way of animating it, which is less stressful. Oh. Like <laughs> less, CGI or um, so it's like more CGI and less claymation yeah. or something? Of course. That's right. That's right. Of course. Um, CGI is so, the new age, I guess. It 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 is, but but there's still a place I think for two um, D uh, and for um, uh, model, you know, three right. D model animation as well, because uh, you you it, it, you know that's that's how Ardman work with all their most of their productions, including right. the Sean. Exactly. Uh, it, it's a, and it's a mix. They do use CGI, of course, as well. But uh, yeah, the models, the models are uh, that sort of size and yeah, you can hold them and move them and they're fantastic. I guess they're kind a of like bigger. this size or something, like almost a bit bigger a little than this? Bigger. A little bit bigger. Yeah. Damn, I can't a little even bit bigger, it right. Yeah. <laughs> no, right. Damn it. So, yeah. All right. Uh, I hope let, that answers. Yeah, th that definitely answers my question. That, that definitely answers Amber's question. Uh, thank you, Amber, for asking yeah. that. All right. Mm, uh, thank you, Amber. Right. Uh, yeah. Thank you, Amber. All right. Uh, let's see. Up oh, another face question. Here it comes. <laughs> There's so many of them. <laughs> I'm sorry, but <laughs> I, I, like in the tweet I made, like I, I asked them, and I put in the UK face part right by your name. So that was my fault. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of. I my was fault. wondering how you'd all you'd all heard my. UK version of face, which was actually, you know, a, a, a cheat because I replaced the American face. Yeah, so. exactly. that, that was that's related uh, to my that's related to the question that IDK asked here. Uh, yeah, his, that's his name, by the way. Yeah, I, IDK the Blue Wolf asks, has David Holt ever watched some of the original US face promos when dubbing some of them for the Nick Jr. UK network or no? Yes, all of them, because I, I had to um, because of course. Um, uh, that whatever whichever whatever they produced in the states whichever whatever uh, promos links nick uh junior produced in the states they sent them over to london and i had to revoice them all of them so yeah. some were links between programs and we did masses and masses of those with lots of different program titles but then there were trailers as well for new series coming up or um so so yes i i i i've seen them all because i've revoiced them all <laughs> i've had, i actually remember some of them on the youtube like face the flashlight face underwater i think uh what else yes and face in his vegetable garden and oh yeah i remember so, from yeah. that yeah we just like we just found yeah. that like promo yesterday on youtube like we thought we would never find the video mm. promo of it and and i was wondering if you still had it but then I realized, hey, we just found on YouTube, so I don't need to ask that. <laughs> yeah. I don't have a, I don't have any of them in, in my possession. So if they exist at all, well, Nickelodeon will have them, but of Nick course. Jr. But um, yeah, but but or they'll be on YouTube. <laughs> like yeah, most of course. Are. All of them will be found one day. Yeah. yeah, and 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 they were specific about the the changing the voice to sound British. But oh, yeah. to have a flavor of the original voice. <clears throat> but I didn't care for the original voice, and I hope this doesn't get to the back back to the guy who actually did it. But um, 
Yeah, he did a really good job on him, too. Yeah. He had a kind of voice like that, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, something kind Nick of like Junior. Something kind of like this. Yeah, something like that. It's coming up next on Nick Junior. <laughs> um, uh, so <laughs> wow, good job. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I had to listen to it all the five time. years. Oh, <laughs> uh, thank you, IDK, for that question. All right. Uh, <laughs> let's see the next one. Uh, this one is by um, this username's a bit weird, so I'm just gonna call him Michael. All right. Okay. So Mike. <laughs> okay. So Michael asked, "Did you love voicing Pablo from Pablo the Little Red Fox?" I did. That was great. It was a a really sweet, charming series. With, but that gosh, that must be. Oh, how many years old? I don't know. That must be 25 years old. Probably, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I did. Yes. And it was a, we had a very small cast on that. Um, uh, one, two, three, four of us, I think, did all the voices on that series. Um, and yeah, it was yeah. it was charming. It was very gentle and sweet and um I can't remember a huge amount about the series, but I do remember it was uh, it was very charming and uh, yeah, yeah, enjoyable, nice job. But as I say, it's a bit of a dim, distant memory because it was it's got to be twenty five years. Uh, of ago. course, yeah, long distant memories are a bit of a forgetful thing. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Michael, for that question. And you have to, huh? You have to remember, I've I've been. Doing uh, working well, I've been doing this uh, for nearly getting on for thirty-five years, and right. uh, and I've worked on about a hundred series, so I'm. <laughs> I, can't, <laughs> I can't remember every single one. Don't be too harsh on me. All right, this is where I get a little bit mixed up with the name, so I'm just gonna have to go over the list I have here on Notepad here. No All problem. Right. All right, so let's see. Um, so we already answered a couple of these questions with face, so I think we've already done that. All right, let's see. Oh, this was related to the face redesign, like the the new face, like the from two thousand four, I presume. All right, so here it is. I really hope you remember. All right, so this one is also. Did he know about the redesign of the character of face that was abroad and would eventually come to the UK to some capacity? Um. I, what happened in the end was I, I'd been the voice of face for, I, I, it's about five years. Um, then they took a decision to, uh, because face linked all the programs uh, on Nick Jr. Right. And um, uh, he, he, he didn't present the programs, but he linked them. There came a, a decision um, that they were going to use a different character. And, yeah. of course, I thought, ah, right, okay, this is, that. that's it. Um, <clears throat> I can't now remember what the character was. I, that think, they, I think the name was Piper Opossum. It was a yellow possum, I think. I think you might be right, yeah. Yeah. Well, you. I'm sure you are right. I'm. Yeah. I can't remember. 
I do I do remember auditioning for that. Oh. And understandably, I didn't oh. I didn't get the job. <laughs> of course so, not. Um, no, of course not. They wouldn't. Why would they? They want a young character. So actually, yeah, they they decided they decided that um, my time as as face oh. or that face in yeah. total was um, they were going to change it. Um, and but they didn't tell me. And what? Uh, they did. I they wow, me, no, that's horrible. I had been for five years, and the phone just stopped ringing. And I got my agent to put in a call and say, you know, David's so. still around. Uh, I, yeah, yeah, what's happening? Um, and uh, wow. yeah, they they said, uh, wow. yeah, no, that's it. That they did. They didn't so much as fire me isaac as just um didn't employ me anymore oh <laughs> i suppose that, it's that's, the same that, thing. that makes sense yeah i shouldn't have put that in <laughs> but but what what did what upset me was the fact that they hadn't they just never thought or or were too embarrassed they, they never to thought to alarm you or anything tell like me that. That, well just to, just to explain their decision and say Thank you very much. You've done a great job, and we wish you well. There was no, no, it, and I felt that was discourteous. That, after I that, that hurts. That really yes, hurts. I it did at the time. It did. I, yeah, <laughs> you it get did. used to it. Though. I mean, honestly, when you when in this profession, you you take the rough and the smooth, and uh, yep. it, 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 yeah, it it it's it's in the past. It doesn't. Yeah, matter. it's all in the past. All That's right, what uh, happened. That that makes a lot of sense, yeah. Right. Uh, next up is another question here. It says, "All right, so this one's not really the face. We're gonna take a break from that for now." <laughs> All right. This one is from that guy walking by. He asks, "Hey, David." That guy walking. Yeah, that guy walking by. Hey, hey I'm just walking hey, by. Hey, that you. guy walking by. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He asks, "Hey, David, which do you prefer, screen acting or voice acting?" Um, I love voice acting because I've been doing a bit of screen acting recently and it's so slow. Um, voice acting is fast and it's detailed and it's mm -hmm. fun and fun. you get on with it. Yeah, it's hard right. work exactly. um, because you have to be completely focused and you don't have your face to um, express your emotions and you right. only have your voice and some people can't do it. Um, but also great screen acting is a great, a huge, you know, a, a great skill, which I haven't mastered, but I, from time to time I do a little bit and it's, it's a bit of fun, but I then realize, gosh, how slow it is. Um, and I like to work fast and, um, you, uh, yeah, it, it's it, so in a way, yes, I do. I do prefer the voice acting to working on screen. Uh, right. But working on stage is, is a different thing altogether because it, uh, it involves a massive commitment of time and energy. And, yeah, and a massive crowd uh, uh, too. Everything. But you get the reward at the end of the each performance. Hopefully, hopefully yeah. it's good. With yeah. uh, audience applause, audience applause. So each each uh, yeah. 
each thing has its own merits. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. But my preference certainly is for voice acting. That's right. All right. Yeah, I hope that answers your question. That guy walking by. <laughs> that guy walking by. There he is. I'm He's just walking walk by, by there. Oh, Thank no. you for answering my question. There he goes. <laughs> and there he goes. Bye, that guy Thanks walking by. All right, let's see what other questions we got here. Oh, here's another one. What was your favorite childhood show when you were growing up? Asked Ren. Right. Okay. Yes. Well, I'm so old that you won't remember any of the shows that I. Uh, enjoyed maybe i will maybe uh, i won't as a boy uh, well you might have seen them come around all over again um uh, particularly i loved uh, uh, an american show a hanna barbara show i think it I think it was hanna barbara called the yeah, wacky, races. wacky races yeah. yeah wacky races yeah. dick dastardly and muttley oh, yeah. they were i was <laughs> i loved them my favorite favorite of all um yeah and I'm not sure whether this travel to the States or not was a groundbreaking puppet um, children's TV series here in uh, the UK called Thunderbirds. Oh, Thunderbirds. I think that arrived it, in the States. I'm not really sure. I don't know. Possibly it did. Uh, it Thunderbirds uh, became was produced uh, by a, a genius, a man called Jerry Anderson. Um, he, he was a British filmmaker who uh, got into making children's uh, TV series in, in the 50s and developed them very, became very sophisticated. And in the 1960s, when I started watching these as a child, um, mm. They were absolutely astonishingly good and they were so brilliantly made and so exciting um, that, that it was based around this uh, organization called International Rescue, who basically any cr mad great crisis that was happening around the world, um, International Rescue were sent to with their, all their extraordinary um, uh, spacecraft and various brilliant technical pieces of equipment were sent to uh, save the day. Oh, yeah. And at Thunderbirds, you'll find that on YouTube. It's just brilliant. And it was filmed in 35 mil film uh, in color. Mm -hmm. And uh, although it yeah. was <laughs> black and white when I first started watching on TV, but then we eventually got a color TV. Yeah. And, uh, and, and watching watching them again now, the quality is extraordinary, and they were so so exciting. These episodes of Thunderbirds. There were there were other series made by the same people, uh, Stingray, Captain Scarlet, uh, and and various others. But Thunderbirds for me was my absolute favourite, and it, it still stands up today. And it's had a reboot as well in recent years. Oh yeah, um, where of course. Of course, they've gone and used CGI. Stop. <laughs> Whereas the original was actually, yeah, just the original puppets was on string. Puppets. So you just have to like hold it like that on string, with with mouths that actually moved in time to the to the voice track. Brilliant. Yeah, anyway, it's something yeah. for your listeners and viewers. 
Yes, yeah, it's yeah. something to, to have a little look at on YouTube and you, you may get what I mean. To a, to a, a, a seven-year-old boy, these yeah. programs were just so exciting. Um, so, yeah, there we are. That's my, they, that was my favorite. I really hope they recognize that. Thank you, Ren, for that question. Next up is uh, this one. Ask him if he gets any fan mail or any recognition. I get fan mail. Yeah. Um, yes. These days, it's in the form of uh, emails. Of course. Um, That's why I got in contact. It's great. I'm very happy. It's lovely. It's so nice to know that uh, people uh, have... Uh, uh, well, are aware of, of what I've done over the years because it can be quite an anonymous sort of job. Um, although you get a credit at the end of a, of a TV programme, you, you don't ever get credits for other types of work. That's right. And, of course, never got, never got a credit for Face because wow. he, he was, you know, Face was a character. Face was nothing to do with me. I just did his voice. He was a character. Of course not. So... <laughs> so actually, uh, it, it, and because I've been involved in a few uh, very um, popular projects over the years that perhaps have a big fan base, um, I do get emails and requests for photos and autographs and things, which is lovely. And I, I always respond to them because I think it means a lot to me, and I, I hope in return it means a lot to the person uh, that I respond to. So yeah, it happens. Well, I, I've never. I don't get recognized. Well, I don't get recognized in the street. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> because nobody ever sees. No, of course not. <laughs> nobody ever sees me. Well, I'm seeing you, and I recognize you right away. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, from the icon, of course. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Like, speaking of the yeah. face thing familiar, Nick Jr. UK had this little message board thing, and uh, in MS4, of course, they had face. And, like, the thing is, there's a little, like, a little form on there that, like, there's a little message board down there. Like, everyone was saying that face had different voices on the other TV shows. They were all so amazed. And one of the Nick Jr. UK admins said, yes, face is very talented. He lends his voice on the other TV shows. And that's you. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. And that was it. It was sure. just one of those. Um, I'm afraid I was the victim of. Um, I won't say my success, but I, I was. Um, I, I, there was one series. I can't remember what it was now, which went out on Nick Junior, huh? um, where, inadvertently or, or beyond my control. Uh, this series went out and I used the same voice uh, on the series as I used for face. <laughs> so oh. one or two, um, yeah, viewers picked it up and they had to oh. invent some story. <laughs> did it involve like, did, <laughs> about, it, did it involve like fixing engines like NG Benji or? Uh, no, I don't, I can't remember which I, I did work on that, but um, yeah. No, I can't yeah. remember which which particular wow. one it was, uh, but oh, I see. Uh, it was maybe Team Umizu. No, Team Umizu. No, Umizu. no, that that's way later. No. That's way later in. Yeah, it's much later. Yeah, 
It could have been Pablo, the little red fox. I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pablo could have been on there because he was on Nick Jr., of course. Yeah. Um, yeah, that makes a lot more sense. Uh, let's see. What yeah. other questions do I have here? Oh, here we go. Now comes the sad part of the interview. The final question. <laughs> oh. It's sad because I want to keep talking to you. That's the thing. <laughs> you're just... How long do you normally do? What? How long do you normally an interview hour? for? An hour. Well, we haven't done an hour yet. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. We got to keep this going somehow. We got to keep it going. All right, here we go. All right. So, yeah, a little precursor to this question. Uh, so, like, so the Nick Jr., like, the Nick Jr. U.S. Twitter, they keep posting these classic face clips, and everyone keeps thinking that he's coming back, but Nick Jr. never replies to those. So, like, here it is. As part of Viacom's, like, Viacom's the owner of Nickelodeon, Nick Jr., by the way. All right. As part of Viacom's constant reliance on pre-existing popular pop properties, do you ever see face coming back? Uh, possibly, but I can guarantee they won't use my voice. I can guarantee. I just yep. feel, I feel bad. They will, they'll use, um, they may use a child. Uh, I'm not sure. Oh, um, no. Uh, just like the new Thomas reboot. I quite possibly. Oh, no. <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, or they, they, I don't know. And, and I, again, I fully understand why. Why would they? Yeah. Um, uh, they might give him a, an ethnic sound or, or something much more contemporary. Um, and uh, uh, I, it's, yeah, I, I imagine that if it did came, if he did come back, he would have a, a really quite a different sound, a much more contemporary sound. Um, and it wouldn't be me <laughs> for some so, yeah for some for some reason i i if face came back i would imagine myself as the voice of him since i sound young and i could do the bah, bah, bah thing like that like a little uh, trumpet thing i think uh, yeah 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 like yeah. It, 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 whether they would use that yeah i don't know I mean, yeah, it's, it almost yeah. sounds like it, maybe, maybe not, I don't know. It kind of sounds like a U.S. version of the U.K. face a little bit. Kind of. Yeah, yeah. Kind of. I, I, I suspect they would go for a, a, a I, I, I don't know, they might go for a sort of very, an identifiably ethnic uh, voice. Uh, and I can understand that. Because that's happening a lot in voice casting, certainly here in the in Britain. Of course. Um, so, yep. Maybe. 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 Oh, I forgot about this question. I keep forgetting questions on this list. There's so many of them. I keep forgetting. That's good. I'm so pleased. <laughs> <laughs> we can get this thing going for yours. longer. <laughs> yeah, I'm all yours. The longer we go, the better. <laughs> Don't worry, viewers. He's all yours. <laughs> I'm all yours. I've got nowhere to go tonight, so. <laughs> As long as he don't, as long as he don't spam. Oh my God, David, I'm your biggest fan, or something like that. <laughs> All right, let's see. Here we go. Speaking I'm of the delighted. Uh, yeah, speaking of the bar 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 thing, uh, here it is. Was he told to change how the trumpet noise was done, or did he come up with it himself? Uh, they wanted it to sound exactly like the American version. I I think, I oh, think yeah. they did. 
Yeah, for some reason, yeah. in, in like all in most of these promos, they, oh, like that. I just heard that in the background. Like, <laughs> I heard that, David. <laughs> it's a good thing yeah, your microphone catches had, it. <laughs> I I'd forgotten all about that aspect of it. Yes, but um, yes, I think he signed off each with a little goodbye, so long, <laughs> see you later. Yeah, 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 yeah. Goodbye, so long, see you later. Yeah. Oh, uh, like See you later. <laughs> oh, did you remember like him saying coming up next is Nickelodeon? Or, like coming up next is Nickelodeon or something? Because sometimes he said that in the early promos. Mm. Yeah, I yes, I quite possibly. I, I <laughs> but I can't recall any actual scripts from it. If I'm honest. Um, <laughs> oh, I forgot. I have a share. I, I, yeah. The, yeah. Uh, go ahead. We did so many, many. We did hundreds of them. I'll see you tomorrow right here on Nick Julia. Wow, that's impressive. Yeah. From what I can remember, I think you narrated for a Thomas game. I think it was special delivery. I did. Uh, with Thomas, um, I never worked on the series. And of course, the series originated here in, uh, in the UK. <clears throat> Uh, and it was it was originally a, a, a model uh, animated series, right? They've been CGI, and then now it's two yeah. D, of course. Yeah, and uh, yeah, they've ruined it. Uh, but um, <laughs> I'm glad you agree on that fact. <laughs> dreadful. And but they um, what uh, happened was uh, for a time the original series when it was first made here in the UK, the original narrator was uh, a guy called Ringo Starr, who was one of the Beatles, yep. uh, the pop group the Beatles. I mean, more famous than you can ever imagine. Mm -hmm. And they wanted Ringo Starr to narrate the original Thomas the Tank Engine episodes that they made. Oh, and yeah. uh, he had this very sort of lugubrious Liverpool voice. Oh, my God. That's you know, perfect. he narrated like that. Oh, yeah. And the thing is that eventually Ringo Starr said, I'm too famous for this. I don't want to do it anymore. So they <laughs> employed an actor called Michael Angelis. Oh, yeah. Who sounded quite like oh, yeah. Ringo Starr. And Almost. then, but Michael Angelis wasn't prepared to do the toys and the games. Oh, yeah. So I came in and right. I was, so I, I was third hand. <laughs> third hand? Uh, the voice I of two. Third hand. Well, oh. you see, I, I was the cut price Michelangelis who was the cut price Ringo Starr. So <laughs> that's, that's, that's how I ended up with that job. But I did a lot of work for them doing the, uh, my own version of the narrator for Thomas the Tank Engine. Oh, yeah. With a Liverpool accent. That makes a lot more sense now. All right. Yeah. So, uh, that's impressive. But again, that all, that all went. It all just goes you know, that way. That way. Uh, rest in peace, Michelangelis, by yeah. the way. He, he's, uh, he passed away yes, last year, actually. Yes, away, he did. Person. Last year, yes, from COVID, unfortunately, yes. A little prayer I, here and there. So very yeah. sad. Yes. Yeah. 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 We'll, we'll, all miss, we'll all miss him. He was great. 
yeah, yeah like here's he was. like and, and yeah 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 sorry to get out of this sad note but like here's the here's the thing what what do you think of the thomas reboot like what do you think what do you think of it um well i have to be careful what i say really don't i i i i'm not a fan i'm not right. a fan i think the, 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 it, it, of course things have to change right. the old the original series if you look at it now it it it's yeah, like it's something just... from the war it's yeah. so old-fashioned and slow <laughs> but but it, it it had that an extraordinary charm about it and i i think the charm is the thing it, and it's a very old-fashioned concept but i think if parents feel that they, their children are safe watching the program it was just going to gently in, entertain them in a, a very sweet uh, old-fashioned way there's no threat there's no danger there's no attitude there's no uh, there's no fast madness. speed and everything that was for the model series yeah. <clears throat> exactly i think that is the great in a great in a way the great great thing about thomas the tank engine and that's what the books had because of course it's based on original uh, an original series of books which were written by a vicar a priest uh, Rev. W. Um, Audrey. and uh, yeah, exactly. Right. So, I right. think, and it's gone so far away from that now uh, right. that they they they've missed. They can't see the wood for the trees, <laughs> if you know what I mean. It's, it, well, it's, that's I, Mattel's fault on their end, actually. I mean, they're, they're yes, yes. They own entertainment because now. it's all about toys. Yeah, it's all, all about toys. All they now. want is money, 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 money. <laughs> yeah, that that's honestly their problem. It's all about, is, yeah. It, and it's a great pity. You can't let things, they, you can't preserve things in aspic if you want to keep people watching TV shows. Uh, or uh, you, you have to, they have to evolve for sure. But I think what they've done with Thomas has gone way too commercial. And yep. um, that's a great pity. It's a great yeah. pity. But they have their reasons. Yeah. Their reasons. Yeah. Uh, so like here's I, the so like, nothing I can do. Yeah, there's there's something we can do about. It. So like here's the thing. So I've read this story on Facebook. I don't know if many people use Facebook anymore as much. But like I've read this on Facebook with a few Thomas moms like so like they have a few autistic people like I'm autistic actually. So like I hope you can understand that. Right. So That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, so so she has an autistic son that loved watching the model series, like like you said, it was calm, yes. it was slow, to get slow to the point. Yeah. And when and when there was trouble, it was just all nitty witty and all that, just this little sprinkle of dust. That's all. Oh no, I spilled dust on the floor. Sweep, sweep, just like that. But yes. but when the model series came in, the mom saw that his son was literally crying and screaming. He's like. Mom, what happened to my Thomas? And the mom was so upset over the fact that they changed Thomas. It was so it like the the CGI was now fast. It was like it was it had more action. It was too loud, too colorful. So it was like sensory yes. overload for him. That's right. Exactly. I and that's I absolutely and I fully, fully, fully get that. And and I do th that is why I think they've they've spoiled it and. Uh, that, that to me that that is the that's the uh, and and I have um, I have a godson who is now 
he's about 26 now, but um, he grew up watching the original Thomas. And again, his mother, my, my friend Juliet, uh, said the same thing when they started to change it. And suddenly Thomas was looking a bit more, yeah. He was looking a bit more, yeah. hey, hey, Percy, let's, oh, let's wow. go to work. Right, what's going on? Yeah, hi, hey, come on, come on, yeah. let's move. And and and, and <laughs> that, it, it, it totally goes against the grain of that show. Where There are plenty of other shows that do that. Um, and I think, again, I go back to this whole, the word charm and the, and, uh, the gentle charm of the original books and the, the t series are what, made it so popular really and 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 uh, so so this uh, particular child's reaction that you've just told me about is a is an is a good example of that exactly um yeah it, it just makes me feel yeah. bad that entertainment and mattel decided hey let's change it up i mean they're trying to focus on a new generation and money but they're they have to make it slow somehow but they can't they're focusing on the yeah. mula mula just focusing well, the, the thing is, there is this, this um, phrase in there is a phrase in um, <clears throat> children's television, um, right. it, which is um, is is the series toyetic. Um, kind of sounds like and, it. Uh, it, it uh, which basically means can we sh can we shift merchandise off the back of this TV this series uh, and that it is complicated because a lot of the time money is investment comes in from toy companies uh, like Hasbro to production. and Mattel and everyone like that. Yeah, and Mattel. Exactly. Hasbro, Mattel. Yes. It, it, it happens. They put money into the series uh, knowing that uh, if it's a success, they can then shift toys based upon the series so it's it's this phrase this <laughs> um this word toyetic comes into the equation um right I, so there's it's not it's not simple making um animation anymore it is not straightforward and that sort of thing comes of into it with and a it big costs a lot of series. money basically yeah a lot of money yeah yep. there's the money falling down to the ground it's just sad. That it's just sad that Thomas is focusing more on all that instead of just making things work. But that's what they have to do somehow. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. It is a shame. I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, but I still think the future's quite that's how bright. How it goes for, these? Days. Yeah, but I still think the future's quite bright for children's shows. Like, at least that's what I think. Oh yeah. Like, because we got great, there's a lot. Um, yeah, because we got great voice actors and, anim and animators. Like great voice actors like yeah. you and everything like that. Basically, I I still think it, we're going to do it right. There's there's always a a need for new material, new properties, new right. ideas, and like, and it, it yeah. Uh, uh, yeah yeah, and and actually, I feel that um, certainly here in the UK, I think there's a great deal of passion and love in the production community for children's TV, whether it's animation yeah. or live action or whatever it is. But, um, and I, I attend a conference every year here in the UK where all 
basically anyone who is anyone in children's media here in the UK and, and in Europe um, oh, yeah. meet um, once a year at a conference called the Children's Media Conference. And the passion and the, the imagination and love is, is absolutely bursting from the seams. So it isn't all about making money, definitely not. Uh, but of course. It, here and there, some certain productions do make money and make a lot of money. But most people aren't in it for the money. They're in it because they they love doing it or they have a particular project that they're passionate yeah, about. Yeah, something like uh, Blues, and, yeah, something like Blues Clues in You or something like that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. There's so many, yeah. so many brilliant, um, brilliant ideas shows. and things out there for children, and uh, yeah. it's great. It's a very <clears throat> That's fertile uh, world. Yeah. I just find it amusing, I have to say the least. Oh, speaking of face, yeah. hold on a second. I actually got something up here that looks similar to him. I cannot believe this. Oh, there it is. Uh, oh, okay. okay. <laughs> you see it? <laughs> oh, it's the blur a little yes. bit. Yeah, I got this from uh, yeah, yeah. like a yeah. local uh, Cracker Barrel. It's like, an, it's like an American store restaurant thing. Well, yeah, it looks similar to face. So I got it, and I now I'm showing it to you. Oh, it keeps blurring it out for some reason. It's just, just like face. <laughs> Hi there, face here. <laughs> modeled, modeled on me. It's modeled on me. <laughs> it's just modeled on you. I'm just gonna place this right here, just for now. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, before we end this thing off, I think we'll do two little face promos here. One with a promotion. <laughs> I don't know why. I honestly don't know why. <laughs> All right, let's see here. What can I think of? <laughs> like, there's so many things I could think of related to face. Like, that's the thing. He's just so popular with kids nowadays, and all the time. Well, that's, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm delighted. I'm delighted that he's still, you know, he's it, people still remember him. That's that's it. That's that's lovely. That's really nice for me. <laughs> yeah, Ex exactly. I'm just proud that. He's still remembered as today on the Twitter, on Facebook, on everywhere, basically. Hi there, it's me, Face. And I just want to say what fun I've had talking to Isaac tonight. I know it's afternoon where you are, but anyway, I hope you have a great day and a great night. And see you next time. We hope you enjoyed the show. We will see you next time.